Train, eat, repeat. The knowledge and know-how you need to live well. Here's your host, Tyler Ferrand. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Train, Eat, Repeat, and welcome back, Andrea. Hey, everyone. I missed you guys. Gone for the last two weeks, but yes. she said, you know what? Three weeks would be just too much. She missed it so much. Um, and I missed her mic checks. Um, <laughs> so give her a little, give them all a little sample of what your mic checks sound like. My mic checks are mic check one, two, one, two, AK in the house for you. And in case you want to know who AK is, cause <laughs> you're like, me. who's AK? AK, that was one of Andrea's, uh, nicknames back when she played yeah, softball. When I was growing up. Yeah. My initials were AK. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah. AK's on the mic for you. That's right. Um, I don't have a nickname yet for the podcast, but if you have any suggestions, let me know. Um, But welcome on into the podcast, guys. Um, We're going to go through a great topic um, that really is something that seems like you don't really need to talk about. Um, Well, I think so many people don't think about it, um, but it's so important as trainers, we remind them. So we're talking about breathing, people, and how breathing is so important when you're doing your exercises. And our initial response to exercising or stretching or doing something difficult is we hold our breath. And we talk about, we're going to talk about today why we shouldn't be doing that in different techniques and to help you breathe during exercise and learning different techniques to expand your breathing techniques, your expand your lungs. And not just during exercise, mm-hmm. but the, you know, our lifestyle over, I would say over the last, you know, 20, 25 years, probably since cell phones have been out, definitely over the course of the time that we had the COVID lockdown, more people working from home is how our breathing has sort of, uh, I, I guess, been affected by that. Sure. Um, and not just, and in that to include people who actually had COVID, who are having what we call long COVID sy- symptoms where they still have labored breathing. They don't have as much lung function. So a lot of the things that we'll talk about today will not only help you during exercise, but also help you to improve your breathing, to reduce anxiety, to ensure that we're actually using our breath efficiently um, for performance, but then also to like sleep well, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. So, you know, I I think the first thing is, well, how do we get to this point that we weren't breathing um, as well as we could be? Well, if you think about it, when you are a person that works on your phone or you're on your phone just for pleasure, or maybe you are somebody that just sits in a chair for a long period of time, you end up getting this rounded shoulder look. So to sort of give you a visual, since we're in a, an audio medium, you know, if you were to sit in a chair, I want you to just slump your shoulders forward, neck comes forward. Um, and so what that does is it leads to tighter muscles in your anterior chain. So anterior chain meaning throughout your, ch- throughout your body, throughout your entire front of your body, and weak lengthened muscles across your upper back. And so that's going to reduce pulmonary function. So you're actually not even getting in the amount of oxygen uh, that you could be getting in. Um, And there was a study that found this to be true that in the fact that they took 50 participants, they split them into two groups, 25 in each. One group was told for the hour that they could do whatever they wanted. They just couldn't utilize their phone. So their phone was taken away. The other people that had their phone Uh, basically stayed on it the entire time. And what they found is that the people that didn't have their phone ended up having higher rates of respiratory function. So 
you know, it goes without saying, like, that's a one easy thing that you could easily um, take care of in terms of your posture. And we work a lot with clients on posture as well. Specifically, um, we work, you know, your daily job might be that you're working at your desk on a laptop and we're all working from home these days. Some of us are in the offices, but we're sitting down so much and we're working. And so it naturally rounds our shoulders and everything's brought into the front of your body and you're driving home or if you're driving around, you realize that you could actually drive with your nose because you're so hunched over that you're so rounded. And studies have shown, and Pilates is specific to this, is that our posture, when we stand up straight and we roll our shoulders down, that we can actually take a deeper breath into our lungs. You'll notice that, you know, when, you know, you watch basketball players and they don't hunch over and put their hands on their knees anymore and bend over, they're actually told to stand up straight and actually put their arms above your head because they're elongating their their lung capacity. They're able to expand their lungs longer because they're stretched out. So doing so by working with just your posture alone and standing up straight increases your lung capacity greatly. And you can do this at any time in the day, especially if you go really long periods of sitting. You know, so we always talk about with our clients more specifically around um, proper lifting position, but neutral spine. Mm Mm-hmm. Neutral spine is is simply pulling those shoulder blades up, back, and down, almost like rolling your shoulders and taking your shoulder blades and tucking them into your back pockets, and then making sure your head stays neutral so your head isn't forward. So if I were to place a yardstick on the back of your body, head, back, and butt all touch that yardstick in all three points. So not only really good for spine health, obviously really good for body positioning for workouts, but also ensuring that you can actually breathe well. Mm-hmm. You know, even runners talk about proper yes. running position. Yep. You're you're upright, your chin's neutral. You're not rounded and hunched over. Exactly. Shoulders are back, hips are tucked. Hips are tucked and, and somewhat in an extended position. Mm-hmm. So that way, again, you can breathe more efficiently. Mm-hmm. And other times that we, we notice that we need to breathe is when we're stressed. Sure. Or when we're yeah. worrying. And, you know, I think this has become such a a issue because it's actually on your Apple Watch now. And I used mm-hmm. to have an Apple Watch and it would tell me to breathe. And that would actually stress me out because I wouldn't be able to take the time to breathe during that time when it would tell me to. But, I mean, it's gotten such a, a point now in our world that our watches have to remind us to take deep breathing. Well, and 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 that is a good thing that there is that the reminder yeah. there because you don't know what you don't know, right. right? And if you're somebody that is always going to be in that sympathetic uh, versus parasympathetic um, sort of situation, you know, you are you might have labored breathing all the time and, and not realize and it. not realize mm-hmm. it, and and what that ends up doing is it shoots up your high blood pressure. It shoots up your blood pressure. It's going to shoot up your heart rate, right? So mm-hmm. if you're somebody that deals with a a very um, high resting heart rate, one simple thing you can do for that is is proper breathing mm-hmm. and taking a minute to do slower breathing. Um, you know, and, and it's been shown in, in numerous studies that uh, certain breathing techniques, they increase parasympathetic activity, which produces a calm and relaxing sensation for the mind and body. So not only are we improving the quality of the breath, but also too can help lift your mood, strengthen your immune system, which we'll talk about in a minute, the importance of breathing through your nose, that plays a role, and reduce blood pressure. You know, there's two very specific 
I know you use uh, breathing quite a bit Absolutely. in Pilates, but and there's two specific breathing techniques that you guys can use at home. Yep. We talk about diaphragmatic breathing and then box breathing. And diaphragmatic breathing is very big in Pilates in the sense that a lot of people think it's our abdomen, our stomach is what controls our breathing, and it's our diaphragm that does. So in Pilates, we try and turn our abs on for strength, but use that diaphragmatic breathing technique so that way we're not pushing our abdominals out when we exhale. You notice when you inhale, everything comes in, but when you exhale, everything pushes out in your abdominal region. So doing the diaphragmatic breathing, um, you put one hand on your belly, one on your heart, and you take a deep breath in, and not only your belly shouldn't rise, but your chest should rise. And so that's one way to engage your abdominals, but also make sure that you're getting that diaphragmatic breath. And then the other technique is box breathing. And this, I think, not only aids with breathing, but digestion, a calming effect helps you slow down and um, relax a little bit more. But you take um, a breath in through your, you can breathe in through your mouth or your nose. I like to breathe in through my nose and you hold it for a four count. So as you're holding it for a four count, you're drawing a square, which is four points. And that's the, the box breathing that we're talking about. So you breathe in and hold for a four count. And then you exhale through your nose for another four count and then hold again and then breathe in. So it's all about a four count. You're trying to draw an imaginary box as you breathe. And doing this a couple of times throughout the day will help reduce your adrenaline, your fight or flight response and lower your cortisol levels as well. And through that, you said the good point is that we want to try and breathe through our nose as much as possible. When I talk to people and I t- try to tell them about breathing through their nose, it's almost a forgotten oh, yeah. art. But yeah. there's a many reasons why we want to breathe through our nose. Absolutely. And I try and tell, instruct my clients in Pilates, not in weight training. It's a little bit different, but you can do it in weight training. But in Pilates, I try and instill, you know, in through your nose and then out through pursed lips in your mouth to have that some kind of resistance. But the reason why we want to promote nasal breathing as opposed to mouth breathing is that it's especially it's efficient for exercise in the sense that your nasal uh, passages moisturizes the air that goes into your lungs. It makes it easier for the intake and to expand those lungs. You ever feel like on those really cold days when you walk outside, you can't catch your breath? It's because that cold air is going right into your lungs and it's a shock to that system. So breathing it in through your nose actually warms that air up and then it can go into your lungs. And there's also, it helps with carbon dioxide, um, uh, increase in carbon dioxide in the blood, which turns into the release of oxygen. So you're able to get that oxygenated blood into those areas also. And not to mention too, we talked about how it aids with your immune system. So you have hair follicles in your nose that are supposed to be a filter for allergens. Your mouth was meant for digestion, not for filtering those out. Mm -hmm. So if you are a constant mouth breather, it's very easy for pathogens to get into your body and possibly even get you uh, infected. Those those hair follicles are like a filter for your for your immune system. Right. Just like your eyelashes are there to sort of cleanse your eye, right? So trying your best to notice when you have an opportunity to breathe through your nose. And it will take some practice because I've had people try it and they almost feel like they can't breathe. Catch their breath. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where like 
a practice like the box breathing, which you just went through, it teaches people to utilize less oxygen. So sometimes you might freak out a little bit and that's okay. It's, it's, it's a practice, right? It's something you have to do over and over. Right. It's not something you're going to get used to. You're going to feel like you can't take a deep breath. If you're used to doing mouth breathing, it, you, you have to, it's a, it's a practice. You have to realize that you can catch your breath. And if for chance, if you can't just open your mouth and then start over again, um, it's highly effective for runners to mm-hmm. be able to run farther, longer in catching their breath is breathing in through their nose and exhaling through their mouth. Um, and that seems kind of counterintuitive when you're running. You're thinking, well, I'm breathing heavy, so I need to breathe out of my mouth. But you're actually getting more oxygen to those to that blood so that way you're taking a deeper breath. And, and that which in turn will mean that you have more endurance and that your legs and arms won't feel fatigued because there's actually this respiratory sort of phenomenon called metroborflex. Um, it, it's basically where your diaphragm and other breathing muscles start to fatigue. Your body wants to send them more oxygen, so it restricts blood flow to the arms and the legs. So if you've ever been on a run and you're breathing really hard and you feel like your arms and your legs are like in mud, like that is a byproduct of your body trying to compensate for the fact that you're not, you don't have a proper breathing technique down. And, and obviously we could, we could argue about like, well, what's the intensity I've labored through oh, yeah. easy runs just because my breathing was off. Right. So trying to regulate your breathing would be good, not just for daily life, not just reducing stress and anxiety and cortisol levels, but also too, if you are a person that likes to, to work out, you know, breathing is a vital component to that. Absolutely. I mean, and and you've seen people do it in sports, like a basketball player before they um, throw a free throw or a pitcher, like we were watching the games last night. You know, the pitcher would take a deep breath in and then exhale to kind of calm his mind and focus on what he needs to do. And it's it's a very natural response. Inhale through the nose and exhale through pursed lips. And you find a, a little bit more of a, a central focus on what your activity is. And then in, in terms of other exercise cues, um, just to make sure that we have our bases covered, because a lot of times when I'm training somebody who's new to weight training, sure. it, it's a different type of breathing, even compared to Pilates sometimes, oh, yeah. the, the breathing is a little bit different. But at, at ground rules, majority of the time, if you're working with higher volume sets, we're talking like 10, 15 reps, which means that the weight is tolerable. It, it's not light, depends on what your definition is of light, but essentially you're always breathing in on the eccentric or the lowering portion. So let's just talk about like a squat. That means you take that deep breath in as you come down to that bottom position, you breathe out when you come back up to the top position. And you can still play with in through the nose, out through the mouth. Mm -hmm. Again, that's gonna be efficient oxygen use. Um, But let's talk about when like weight gets really heavy, right? Like when we're doing like a heavy back squat, when we're doing a heavy deadlift, the, the breathing technique is a little bit different because if you were coming back up from the bottom of the squat and let all that pressure out, well, then what ends up happening to the structures, right? You, you end up dumping back down. And so then you're going to cause a little bit of damage potentially to like your spine, your hips, other areas. Because what you have to think about is that your core, I like to say it's the belt of your body, right? It's and like the, your girdle. Your girdle. Mm-hmm. And the only way we can increase tension is make your core like a canister, right? Think about like a can of pop. Think how much pressure is in a can of mm-hmm. pop, right? Mm-hmm. But And it's really hard to squeeze a can when it's not open, right? right. Almost impossible, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You let all that out. Now all of a sudden I can crush that can very easily. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're doing if we don't have the proper breathing. So what I typically cue people on is 
take in the biggest, deepest breath you can and fill your belly, your diaphragm with air and then brace like you're going to get hit with a stomach. Mm -hmm. And that is protecting all of your internal organs, your spine, your back, all those. Those muscles are so uh, filled with tension that when you, you come down for your squat, you're holding that breath and you stand up and you let all that air out because now you're in control again of, of that weight. Um, you want to make sure, like you had said, you're not damaging that those specific areas. And, and in that breath out does not mean I just go, oh, right? I don't open my mouth. It, almost think through purse lips. A lot of times you'll hear people, they'll grunt or they'll like, you'll hear a little hiss sound. Yeah. That's because they don't want to lose tension. And and your set and your squat set or your squat rep should only last a couple seconds. I'm not saying hold your breath for like, right. uh, you know, your, uh, when you're doing like time under tension or something like that, like that could lead the Valsava maneuver, which basically is a restriction of, of oxygen. And then you could pass out or something. I'm right. not saying that, but for most healthy individuals, we want to make sure that your body is braced prior to going into that movement because it's just going to protect those surrounding structures. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Wow. We just slayed breathing. <laughs> like, that was really, really quick. But if nothing else, guys. Hope you I, breathed through this whole, you know, uh, podcast. Right. And I hope you did too because we, we, we basically just talked your ear off. But I think the most important thing is just be cognizant of what you're doing with your breathing. I think that the um, box technique breathing uh, is excellent anytime you're feeling stressed, anytime that you realize you need a little bit of a break, anytime you need to improve cognition, uh, definitely before bed would be a great one as Absolutely. well. Breathing is is the core function for meditation, yoga, Pilates, all these relaxative stress relieving techniques. So if you can work on doing your breathing, you'll be able to tackle stress, um, build your immune system and your exercises more effectively. Excellent. Well, you guys try those techniques out. Again, go on iTunes or Spotify. Make sure you subscribe so you guys don't miss a future episode. And while you're there on iTunes, if you wouldn't mind leaving us a five-star and leave a review, let us know what you guys think and how we can improve. You guys enjoy the rest of your week, and we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Train, Eat, Repeat. Connect with us on Instagram at fit underscore ferrant or at traineatrepeat.co. Until next time, stay strong, stay healthy.